So I got another email I want to kind of knock off and just address. Some of them are good to just reply to because they're very unique and the context is important. Some of them are very general and they can apply to a lot of people. So this kind of ties into what we were speaking about all week with the phrase intentions equal results. So if you're frustrated right now, that's the result, right? So so you can change your frustration, right? You cannot be dependent on the market any more than you can be dependent on another human being to give you joy in your day. That has to come from within you. That's why they have Al-Anon, right? So, you know, find your own peace and make that intentional so that no matter what happens in your positions, whether you're long or short, I don't care if you're an option trader or a spreader, I don't care if you trade futures and spread futures, I don't do care if you do cash and carry, I don't care pairs trading in equities, if you're directional, I don't care if you trade interbank foreign exchange, it's all managing risk to me and it's like the 30, whatever it is, 30 something flavors at Baskin Robbins ice cream. You can find yourself knotted up for any one particular reason, but if you find yourself in that spot, knotted up, right, time after time after time, there's some way that you're benefiting from that. Again, I don't think most of you are martyrs, you know, just looking for attention by bitching and bellyaching all the time. But there's no equity in that, right? That's why you don't see me smashing people over the head on social media because there's nothing to win. What do you win? There's no equity. There's no cash flow, right? Tweets. And, and retweets and likes, those are all vanity metrics, right? It's flaccid at the end of the day. And I just am not that self-important to care about that. You know, likewise, if a trade doesn't work out, well, who cares? It, there's no guarantee it was going to work out anyway. The best you can do is put that risk on and see what happens. And you're pretty much powerless over it once you put the risk on. And then the best you can do after that is follow your rules and especially keeping your losses small. And that's all you do day in or day out, internalizing it and making and saying, well, hey, my performance is now a reflection on me. Eh, that's kind of tough. Because if you're following a model that you know has positive expected value, you have to trade that model even when you're in a drawdown. You know, this is one of the benefits of backtesting your model is that you can see how things would have done. The majority of the ones that I've backtested that are, you know, have, you know, two two week holding periods or more are going to bring you somewhere between, you know, a 14 and a 22% drawdown that could last anywhere between one day and seven months. You know, and that, you know, no one wants to think about being in a drawdown for seven months. But at the same time, if you're trading several thousand securities, all right, and with even without leverage, you can find yourself in a drawdown. So the question is, what do you do at that point to limit the drawdown. You typically trade, you don't necessarily want to trade less frequently because you can't skip your signals, right? But you can trade them smaller. You can also put a haircut on your equity. So once you get to be down, you know, 10% and you have 90 cent dollars, you can take a further, I don't know, take a 30% haircut on your capital and trade it as if you're now trading, you know, 63 cent dollars. Right, so this this helps you lose less during losing streaks and stops the drawdown from becoming more pronounced. Nightingale systems and anti-nightingale systems would be a good time to look into that because you typically don't want to double down and start trading larger, larger and taking it in the teeth. You know when you're you're losing, you know, losing money. So this kind of ties into you know very Buddhist life on life's terms. The best you can do is trade your model and then walk away. 
the minute you start feeling bad about it, you know, put some context on that. Are you skipping signals? Do you not put trades on? Are you trading too big? If you're doing the same thing today that you were doing 6, 12, 18 months ago, you know, the best you could probably do is adjust your position size. But, you know, you're powerless over the results for the most part. You can't tell where the market's going to go. You can anticipate where it's going to go. But I haven't met anybody, and I know the smartest people on planet Earth who've been doing, you know, trading. None of them has been able to explain to me how to how to anticipate a false breakout, right? If they did, think about it. They would avoid taking the, taking those trades. For example, um, if you're a pullback buyer, you know you could do the same thing. You just have to be hyper vigilant on the risk that you're taking and make sure that you're only losing what you can afford to lose on a trade, so that it doesn't destabilize you. Right. The financial part is what it is. Whatever the number is for you probably makes a lot of sense for you as that's as unique to you as your fingerprint. But you don't want to do it so frequently and so large that it disables you emotionally because then you start to sabotage yourself. So then we come back to intentions equal results. If you start to sabotage yourself, what are you trying to prove? And to who? No one cares how smart you are or know what your rightness is. So if you have opinions about politics and Fed stuff, and great. I can't think of a bigger way to kill time than to talk about the economy. And then all those those macro things like jobless claims and beige book and stuff like, oh my God, give me a rope and a tree. I don't want to talk about that. It's a gigantic waste of time. You know, but it's good marketing, right? Because it makes people feel like you're smart and you have a grip on things. But again, I haven't met anybody who can have a firm grip on the macroeconomy stuff and then kind of trade it. Ultimately, they need trading rules and trading tactics, and that means they have a trading edge. So despite everything that they might think about the world, um, sooner or later they have to put a trade on, and that's not, you know, typically managed by, well, if beige book, beige book numbers are here, I'm going to affect this type of a trade. You know, that's... that's uh, not how it works. So the point being is that if intentions equal results and you find yourself constantly frustrated, what is, what's, what is it about being frustrated that serves you? Who do you talk to? What are you looking to from them? Sympathy? I don't know what it could be. And I'm not saying that any of it's wrong, but when you really break down your process, what's the payoff, right? Because we have a financial payoff and we have an emotional payoff. And if you're taking small losses, that's just part of being in the game. There's nothing, there's no necessarily any reward for that. If you're trying to turn that into equity by getting the sympathy card from somebody, there's probably better things that you can do with that person if they're important to you than to sit and commiserate, commiserate about what a tough week it was, was right? Because then what happens is you bring on more commiseration. You also attract to you other people who commiserate. And then you have this big commiseration party, which, again... We don't have enough time on planet Earth to bellyache about why the markets aren't fair, or how things aren't working out because of the situation that the world is in. It is what it is. So be mindful of all this stuff because the words and the, 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 the things that you whisper to yourself that no one else can hear is your inner voice, right? And what you say to yourself has an enormous impact on your behavior and your outlook on things, you know? So be nice to yourself and say good things. Speak of the truths that you want. Don't speak about what you don't have because then you bring more of what you don't have, you see? Anyway, hope that helps. I hope you're doing well. If it's frustrating, don't worry, you're not alone. If you want a free copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, go ahead and get a copy for free at Martin Chronicle. 
And if you need help with anything in particular, you're frustrated, you know, you can see there's a contact form there. You can reach out. I can help you um, with anything. Not looking for podcast guests, and we do not run, nor do we care about anyone else's opinion to want to publish their nonsense on my site. So forget that. But if you do have a question about what it is that you're looking to do and you're struggling, I can normally point you in the right direction. All right? Other than that, have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.